0: Welcome to Baseball Biz. I'm Mark Harbin, your host, joined by my co-host, Brandon Noway. We're here to welcome you once again, and we're on June the 16th, 2020, hoping for yet another season of baseball, but what is going to happen? And we'll be take a look at that in just a minute. So thanks again for joining us here at Baseball Biz, and we'll be right back with Brandon in a minute. Have you left your house for an essential reason? make sure you take the following steps to avoid spreading COVID-19. Maintain social distance, approximately 6 feet or 2 meters from others. Wear a cloth face covering when in public. For more information, visit CDC.gov. Brandon, I'm glad to have you here today and taking a look at the wild, wild world of baseball.
1: Well, thanks for having me again. It's definitely a wild, wild world, but no shortage of topics.
0: Yeah, it's that's the thing right now is trying to figure out what's not only happening today, but what's going to happen tomorrow. And even as we record this show, I feel like history is evolving around us. Like you said, this whirlwind, because what's going to be settled on the desk by the end of the day? I don't know. There's just been so much change, so much talk. I found one of the most I thought humorous things is Rob Manfred saying, In response to Carl Ravitch from ESPN, he said, well, the question was this. And lastly, the percent of a chance that we will play Major League Baseball this year, Rob Manfred's response was 100%. (laughs) I don't know, man. I don't know about you, but I can't speak in absolutes, and I don't see any reason to, certainly with this baseball season. No,
1: you really can't because even from the beginning, it seemed like it was sort of still not guaranteed that we would have a season because they had this deal in the beginning when this all happened. If we play half the season, we'll pay you half, we'll adjust it either way. It's like, hey, this is perfect. It's almost like it was too perfect for baseball. So they had to go and tear it down and mess it up.
0: And I think that's it. You and I both were talking on the last show, and it seemed like every – reply that MLB came back to the Players Association was almost the same response every time. And basically, yes, you're going to get a prorated salary. However, we're going to take a nice slice out of it before you actually get that. The Players Association, I know one of their proposals early on was like an 89-game season. Let's try it again. 89-game season, full prorated salary for players. They were looking at a season that would start on July 10th. And then on October 11th, a postseason, that was going to be expanded to 16 teams for 2020 20, and 21. Uh, players could opt out of season players who are high risk or live with high risk persons, and they would still receive a full service and salary. This is, one, again, one of the proposals from the Players Association early on. And players to commit to provide broadcast enhancements for regular and postseason. Similar things are rather institutional. You expect, but MLB, you know, one of the things they just kept coming back with time and time again is, "Hey, guess what? When we talked to you about paying you just a prorated salary, we were still expecting to have somebody in the stands. We're going to take a hit, so we think you should take that hit with us right now." I have a hard time feeling too bad for the owners. This is a very difficult time, and there's nothing like it. Nobody foresees it. Nobody actually. Bank's money aside for this, but it doesn't really be, seem to be impacting MLB as difficult as you might think. We're looking at what, uh, 2019, MLB grossed a record of $10.7 billion in revenue. And that was, let's see, so that's $10.7 billion in 2019. 2018 was $10.3 billion. Okay, come on, boys and girls. That's a lot of cash. That's a lot of money, and you see a sport that some would say is on life support is still finding a way to increase more revenue year over year. It's, like you said, they keep
1: increasing revenue, basically, a hand over fist year in and year out, and that is really good for what many people, including myself, are really considering it a dying sport. When they come to this, and you, you're thinking that your sport is dying. You need to get the attention of younger people or people that just aren't baseball fans in general. Why not say take a short-term loss this year, you know, just bite the bullet. Come back early. Give people what they want in that sports Give that back. And you'll get more fans. You know, short-term loss for a long-term gain.
0: I think you're right on the mark there sometimes you just have to step up, say, this is a situation we have to face it. It's not doing business as usual. You know, yes, I would love to be if I was an owner, I would like to be able to get the players to give me more concessions. But at the same time, what's happening to the game, you know, for it to be able to survive and grow. Evidently somebody thinks it's going to because we, we see that growth from 2018 to 2019. Then we're looking, too, at some recent uh, contracts going on with MLB between, like, Turner Sports and Fox. Let's see. They're going here to take a look at this. The total value of the deal with Turner Sports, approximately $3.29 billion, or an increase of 45% over their current eight-year $2.6 billion contract, which comes out to $325 million annually. Well, you could probably pay Garrett Coe and uh, Bryce Harper a little bit with that. Yeah. A decent amount. There you go. And with the Fox deal providing, what they're saying, about $729 million a year, combining both of those, you're talking about $1.2 a year. I mean, these media companies are finding something worthwhile in baseball. Otherwise, they wouldn't be billing up to the bar, putting this extra money up toward it. So I think MLB owners need to go ahead and take a second look like you're saying. Take a hit a little bit this year because you're going to be making more and more of it as time goes on.
1: And A lot of people are saying they're greedy, which they are. Can you blame them for being greedy? Because the sport is quickly, rapidly losing interest, especially now. You get rewarded with an even bigger television contract for your postseason. The game's popularity can slide while you're in charge as owners, and then you get rewarded with more money. Why wouldn't
0: you just try and go business as usual? That's really the question, isn't it? What incentive do they have? I don't know. I mean, I'm beginning to think more and more they're ready just to go ahead, meeting the owners, to put the kibosh on a 2020 season and then just start fresh in 2021. I, I don't know. I mean, the players, you know what their response is? Tell us when and where.
1: And that's the perfect response because your negotiations, the players, in my opinion, have given concessions, you know, hey, we'll prorate the salaries, we'll expand the postseason, work together, you know. Let's get baseball going. To me, they've shown a little bit more willingness to get baseball back and work with the owners to where the owners really haven't done anything different. It's just they just changed the wordings
0: and stuff. I want to take a deeper look, not today, but in the future, about what are the implications of what have happened this year. What are the implications as far as minor league teams? What are the implications of people moving up? But I will take a look at just this one point, if nothing else. Mookie Betts. This is the man who was traded from the Red Sox to the Dodgers. And this is his last year until he is, what, a free agent. He can go ahead and determine his own future. So he may be a trade to the Dodgers who may never actually play for the Dodgers. That's
1: amazing. You get this this massive trade for arguably the best player in baseball. You get one chance with him to play on your team, the Dodgers, which in my opinion, they were probably going to be the best team in baseball. And then you get hit with this, and now it looks like you might not even get a chance to see him play in the Dodgers uniform.
0: That would be a sad thing. If I was a Dodgers fan, I'd, I'd really be upset with that.
1: Just Just bad luck get the best player in. You you got a taste of it too, because you play in spring training. And it's like,
0: nope, too bad. You know another thing as far as this year we talked about before, and that is the hit that we knew that the Astros were going to take, you know, and also the Red Sox as far as penalties this year. I mean the one penalty they did both receive is the twenty twenty draft not being able to pick anybody in the second round. But, you know, how that was also going to impact them the rest of the year. The coaches that are, who have been suspended, et cetera, okay, they're, they're gone. But what about New York? New York, there's things that are still unfolding about 2017. Manfred and the Yankees evidently have a letter about, I guess, some reprimands of what was actually happening back then. But well, what's going to be interesting, you know, if this information came out earlier, And they had to go ahead and suspend somebody. If they had to put penalties on the Yankees, they could have done it for the 2020 year and been fine. If it doesn't come out until next season, whatever this is, that'll be a whole other show.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's – that Yankees thing is weird to me because it's like you can't get a clear read on it. Is it serious? Is it not so serious? I'd say – If you got nothing to hide and it wasn't so serious, just go ahead and release it. You can block out the name. That doesn't really matter to But If you didn't do anything wrong, especially as vocal as they were about the Astros. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. if If you didn't do anything wrong, you don't really have anything to hide. Just go ahead and release it.
0: I think it would certainly benefit them to go ahead and get it out there.
1: And we talked about this a few months ago when the Astros stuff was really at its peak. And I don't believe it was on air. I believe it was off air. We were texting each other back and forth, and it was Michael K. He suggested from somebody that Manfred isn't releasing it because there's more to it. There are more teams involved. They he's doing it to try and save the game. <laughs> and it's crazy how we were talking about that a few months ago. And here we are now, and it looks like it could be
0: true. I don't know, man. I think there's so much that I feel like that MLB and the teams, the owners, hide from the the fans and the players too, probably for that matter. That it loses that friendship that we want to have all together with a team. You know, we still are loyal to a team, but you almost have to take the perspective of a fan and their loyalty to the team, but not necessarily to the ownership. I don't know. I don't know. Like I said. Hopefully, we'll get all this worked out. We will have some sort of 2020 season, but it's going to be hard. And there are there are things like we're talking about with free agents. There are things as far as penalties to certain coaches or teams that are going to be this part of this year, but, and they'll still be for this year. <laughs> it's basically not a penalty at all if you're not playing.
1: You technically get penalized, but you're not penalized because nothing happened.
0: Well, what do you want to see this year? What, do you want some sort of season? Do you say go ahead and take a shovel and dig the earth up and bury it or what?
1: Originally, like I said earlier, I thought the plan would be, you know, half the season. I thought that would be a perfect amount for baseball because, you know, it's still a bit of a longer season, but it's not a marathon where it just drags on like it usually does now. Like, we've been getting to the stage now where, you know, the dog days of summer, it just keeps going and going. The game's just, it's like there's no juice to it right now. And the 82 game season would have been perfect. But now, with everything going on, you know, bigger things going on in the world, really greed taking over with this, it's like, I don't, I don't really care what happens right now. I'm fine with watching NASCAR every weekend. (laughs) I'll, I'll manage
0: Yeah, and I'm curious, too, because there is so much change going on, like even in the sport, simple, silly things. I mean, some well, some may say silly, some not. Early on when they were looking at what they might be doing with baseball and thinking, like I said, limited, maybe about a half season, one of the things was is that both National League and American League would both have designated hitters. Uh, That DH rule would apply to both. Because I think at the time they were looking at kind of blending both leagues for the for the tournament. I'm curious if we take a breath this season, a pause, if you will, and with the collective bargaining agreement still being negotiated between the players' association, not just for the season, but you know for much longer. If there would be other changes that are forthcoming, and some of those being free agent. Will we ever see a time when they try to cap how much a player can make? I don't know. Was this a reason for enough fans to get upset about, you know, the antitrust rules or lack thereof with baseball? There's, it may be a time for change. With the season, the way this is going on, it brings a lot of attention to everything else that could be flawed in, in the way some of the game has been managed.
1: Yeah, I've heard. This one sports show I'd like to listen to, and he said, not just in sports, but like business-wise, stuff that would happen maybe five, ten years down the road, we're going to see happen in a quicker window, whether it's you know going out of business or technology, adapting to that. This is going to really accelerate everyday life. And with sports, I imagine that would was going to happen as well. Like, with, uh, like you were saying, the universal DH, where everybody has it. That's something that I wanted to see anyways because I don't want to see pictures going up there because it's like, my God, get the bat out of this guy's hands. <laughs> it's just, it's just whacking away. And I was like, hey, we're going to get more change and more excitement with this year. It'd be exciting. Now we don't know
0: what's going to happen. Well, I think that's on the market, It's about seeing things accelerated. So I'm looking forward to see what that looks like. I think it's a good time for the players' association, the players, and the fans all to be making some sort of demands. Um Not that all of them will be valid or pertinent, but this is the time to do it. This is the time for change. So, if you just come up with a rule two saying that uh, no more than 11 innings and it's a tie, <laughs> we change, we change them. I don't think that'll happen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this would be the
1: perfect time. Nobody's going to really look back at this year. They're going to look at it as, you know, like with an asterisk next to it. This would have been the perfect time to do it. You say, oh, it didn't work. Oh, well, it was a a weird year anyways. We just tried it. It didn't work.
0: Oh, well. Well, I'm not ready to bury the game. I know some people are. And I can understand the frustration of people who are fans of these teams. One last thing I'll say, too, being here, we talk about being from Tampa. Is, will this impact the two stadium deal for the Rays? You know, will they still be going to Montreal? Will, will we have anything? Is that going to look different? These owners are crying about what's happening with the game and certainly in with the Rays, They're not losing money. This year, they may take a little bit of a hit, but overall the owners are not losing money. I'm curious to see how that plays out too.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd love to know, like, what's real? Do they really lose money, or is it just a negotiating play, and they're actually making a ton of money? They're just cheap. Like, a certain somewhere we have in town won't be named.
0: Right, right. It's
1: like, I just want to know, like, what's true, what's not true. And unfortunately, MLB owners won't open their books. It's just not going to happen. That's probably going to be one of the great
0: unknowns. Well, I think you hit it on the money right there. There's going to be a lot of unknowns. It's never going to come to daylight on this. So as a fan, I think most of us really don't care. We just want to see these people get it together. We want to see something happen. And what is it the players are saying? Tell tell us us when and where. There you go. Tell us when and where. Exactly. So tell us when and where, and that's what I'm saying too. Okay, MLB, tell us when and where, because we're real excited about having a baseball season, any kind of season this year. Love the game, but I'm not sure where it's going. Well, Brandon, any last thoughts you want to add to this?
1: I love baseball. Hopefully it does come back. And it's just this last year with everything from our owner here and everything going on now with the owners and players going on, it's it's tough. Hopefully baseball can come back. I just don't know what to say about it
0: right now. Yeah. Keep your fingers crossed and your hopes high, and let's, uh, let's hope we do find out when and where, and it's sometime soon. Hey, none that. Take good care, brother. Hey, you too. Have a great day. You've been listening to Baseball Biz. I want to thank you for joining Brandon No Way myself, Mark Corbett, on yet another week's journey about the business of baseball. We're looking forward to bringing you more stories and hope you join us again real soon. Thank you.